and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of getting something stuck in a drawer and you just can't seem to open it. Oh, um, is this like a kitchen drawer spatula kind of situation? Yeah, exactly that situation. Is it? Oh, brilliant. We've, so... We've just moved. Sorry. Also, I'm a little bugged up today, so I sound a bit like I've, I've got. Yeah, Alex is looking. Sound a little bit like this, don't you? Do, do I actually? Do I sound that <laughs> yeah. bad? No, you don't. Do I really? No, do you I? don't sound I'll... that bad, but you, don't, you can tell. You're, okay. When, well, when you I'll... listen back to this in your entertainment, oh, you're going to be like, yeah. "Oh, for God's sake!" Really? <laughs> yeah. I'll try. I'll try to add a little bit more, but I'm like, when I'm getting up here, it's just, oh, well, I've got two bits of tissue. My nose is my nose is literally leaking with with bogey. Um, yeah, you've it's got horrible. Two, Snot. two tissues stuffed up your nostrils. Oh. You look fantastic, mate. I won't, I won't lie to you. <laughs> I'm in my dressing gown. Fuck me. I'm, uh, yeah, not feeling it. But it's, but it's fine. It's fine because we're. Uh, well, kudos we're, we're here. for we the just... commitment. Yeah, mate. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm also. I went to the gym yesterday, and I ache because I've not been in a while. Oh. Um, so I'm. Ah, I'm but basically... surely, sh- surely, with all the boxes and furniture and whatnot, you've been lifting. You've been, you know. <sighs> You've you've been activating all those points, well, surely. Way to get us back onto tar. As 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 a, as the ongoing moving house saga continues, I uh, we had our first weekend where we could actually just have ourselves in the flat this weekend. So we're we're actually putting things into its place. I've got a desk ordered. I'm currently using a, a bloody stool at the moment to put my laptop on, but the desk is coming. Um, but man, like. I love Maddie so much, but man alive, she's. I feel like I just walk around fixing fucking everything in this house. She just like, she's just so heavy. Does this work? And just fucking smashing it. No, that doesn't work. Why does this not fucking work? She's she so she shoved um you know those head scratcher things. A head the, scratcher. The heads. Yeah, head scratcher. It's like a thing that it's like a spider oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, doing yeah. it to your head, my head right now. It's like if you have your hand over your your temp, not your temple. What's the bit at the top of your head? Your crown. Yeah. Um. And basically, people actually sh- buy those. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got it as a novelty gift. Oh, right? did you? Because that's yeah, genuinely so they buy them one as novelty the gifts. That's genuinely one of the things that I see in like toy sections of department the stores. World. Yeah, yeah, and things like that, where I'm like, who, who buys store? that? Like, I get yeah. it feels, I don't know, somewhat all right, but. No, like you, you buy them to, as... enough to actually buy one for yourself. No, they're stocking fillers. They're oh, stocking right, fillers okay. are best, and we got them as a stocking filler. And she's of course like, but they're quite good when you get it. I, mean, I hate it. It literally makes me want to like crawl out of my own skin. I hate it that really? much. I hate uh... everything. I quite like my head being touched, but that's too much. Do you know uh, what I think it is? I think it. I think that taps into your kneecap thing. Don't even talk to me about that. No, I watching... think it does. I think it's the same thing. Oh man, I've been watching Nine Perfect Strangers on Amazon, and there. Have you been watching that? No. We talk about it moving forward. Um, but there's a there's a knee bit in that which just about broke me yesterday. Oh, but um, uh, no, just this pointless anecdote. Maddie just shoved this fucking head scratcher thing in a drawer, and I couldn't get it. Couldn't get it out because she sho- she shoved it in right. If you were going to put something like that in a drawer, something that's that's outwardsly like yeah, grapply, yeah. like it's got, you wouldn't put it in. You wouldn't, Alex, put it in handle first. Oh, you would think mistake, putting it in handle Maddie. first is asking for trouble. I've literally spent the last two minutes just trying to, literally pinching my fingers trying to get this fucking. Yeah, yeah, I, I've got no sympathy for that, Maddie. I know she doesn't oh, listen to the she, podcast, she, but she yeah. doesn't. <laughs> Oh, so I'll my. say what I, I love like. You. Honestly, I feel like I'm living in half a jungle as well. She's bought so many like house plants. Do you, do you know what? I'm moaning about the fact that she's made us a home. She's yeah, literally made a home. And I, exactly. I've stood here with two bits Ungrateful. of bloody nostrils up my nose. Oh my God. The amount of 
the amount. It's like a river, Alex. It's like a river of oh. just. It's too much, this Alex. That's great. Um, I might have to. You're gonna. There are gonna be some wonderful edit points throughout this where I'm gonna just sneeze uh, uncontrollably. I should have brought a bloody box of tissues in. Yeah, make sure Is you it... make sure you leave at least one of them in, so so the <laughs> listeners have a point of reference to exactly how disgusting you, know how, you look you know and how... sound. Yeah, do you know how bad it is? It's got that bad that yesterday my nose started to get sore because I keep rubbing it and sneezing and oh. grappling it. And it makes me think, that's why tissues are good, mate, isn't it? Because tissues are yeah. so soft. Do you have a box of Kleenex? Yeah, of course. That is so... Do you know what I did once when I was... I can't remember where I was. I was at a house somewhere and it was an old-fashioned bathroom where it had a box of Kleenex and it had the toilet roll and I went for the deluxe wipe, Alex. Oh, you did not. <laughs> You know what I mean? They're not supposed oh. to go down the toilet, mate. You're, you're Are a they not? No. No, they're, they're just all tissue. It's fine. Don't worry about it. No, it's, um, they don't dissolve in, in water. Yeah, they do. I put them out the window. They oh, rained. I it see. was raining. Oh, you, you, you went for a Gardaloo. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm now getting waved. She's... Oh God, she's she's outside. So in this new little office as well, I've got a little a little garden. Uh, sorry, a little window that looks out to a little patio, and she's going around trimming bushes at the moment. Lovely. Um, so I'll I'll keep you posted with that if I see her again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but of course, we are not a fucking whatever the shit we've been chatting about this morning podcast. We are a music and movies podcast, yeah. and each week we visit the cinemas for you we go there for you we go rain sleet or shine and sometimes we go with colds or runny colds (laughs) sometimes we go with everyone and sometimes we go on our own because alex i took myself to see you did shang chi the legend of the ten rings and i'm gonna i'm gonna apologize on on air what happened man what happened what was all this we had a plan we had a plan basically I bailed on Callum and I went yeah. I went to see this in the afternoon because I'm lucky enough to have a job where um a lot of days it's not like it's not your nine to five. I can no. I can take afternoons off. I mean yeah. a, a lot of times I work evenings uh, yeah. and, and nights and stuff like that. So on the know, game. So it's it's it swings and roundabouts. But on yeah. this on this on this particular day I was able to go to the cinema in the afternoon and we chose to go in the afternoon, me and Ilhem, because um Elham wanted to see one of her friends who she's not seen since before COVID and he's okay. back from India and this was the only day that he could do. So um it was I felt it was quite important for her to see to see her pal and wanted she wanted to go and see this movie as well. And on the whole, I'm really I'm really glad I did because we both loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely I could, adored it. I, I could see I I, I left thinking I uh, sorry, I left this film thinking Alex, I bet Alex bloody adored that. Oh, like, great! It just was your it, it it was your style of movie. I thought right, uh, interesting. I just I just I just was like, yeah. For some reason, I just know you would have loved it. Um, and I, but just to just to backpedal a little bit, I want to talk a little bit about going to the cinema on your own. Have you ever gone to the cinema on your own? Oh yeah, I love it. Ah, man alive, I love it. Yeah, man no, alive. Used, it's like you used to tell me that you went to the cinema a few times by yourself when you were in Essex. Yeah, I think I did. I went a few different times, and I loved it. Did you get yourself a Ribena? I, no, I, oh, I used to. Did I tell you yeah, that? Yeah, I, I used to buy. I used to buy a Ribena because I was twelve. Uh, <laughs> but I loved it. No, I got uh, some. I bought some popcorn. <gasps> we got popcorn. I bought some milk. Oh, we didn't. We didn't get milk. That's I got milk. And it's a weird thing. Milk just, and popcorn. I, that is horrendous. No, no, no. I was drinking the milk because I was going. Yeah, I just went to the gym. What, what do you want oh, from me, right? right and okay, then I fine. also got some fucking um, squishies some sweets like i had a time on myself right okay, okay, nice, good, 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 good. i had a nice little I'm time glad. i uh 
I sat. I still turned my phone off, Alex. Oh, you know me. thank you. you. You know me. You know me. Thank I you. always. I, none of this. None of this vibrate nonsense. Do you know what I quite like? Actually, this is something that's quite recent because I get my cinema. I'm sure you get the your cinema tickets the same way I do, uh, yeah. on the View app. Yeah. Right. Oh, um, not the app on the web app. Oh, yeah, but yeah, the, but then you've got an app on your phone where you get like I a do QR. Do not have that. Do you not? I do not have. Now I just use the web app see, or the email. See, it's quite good because then you I'm... get the you get the email confirmation through on oh, on your yeah. email. And the last few times I've been to the cinema, I don't know if this is like an update that the email thing has or it's an Apple thing or whatever. But the last few times I've been to the cinema, I go into the cinema and just as about you're you're about to go in, I get a little notification on my phone and it says, "Do you want?" Do you want to put do not disturb on for the exact amount of time that this movie lasts? Oh, that's clever. And I'm like, hell yeah, I do. Yeah, I, that's really clever. Absolutely, yeah, I do. And I did, and I and I made a mental note to. Oh, were you not disturbed? To I was not disturbed because do not disturb was on. Yeah, and yeah. I made a mental note to check on the way out of the cinema, and it turned itself off literally ten minutes after we walked out of the cinema, and I'm like, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's that fantastic. Is I love that. That is really good. Yeah, well, that sounds great. And obviously, we are talking about Shang Chi, the Legend of the Ten Rings. Now I'm going to get and... you to do that again because we got a <sighs> lesson in this movie of how to say his name, Callum. Were <sighs> you paying attention? Shang Chi, the Legend of the Ten Rings. Shang. 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 I did like then... that. Actually, I like the whole. I like the whole. It was Shang. Yeah, joke. that was, I thought quite, that was funny. quite funny. The, this was. Uh, it, there was a few funny moments in this, but this was a, rel- a relatively sincere movie. Now, I we we can go through this in a number of different ways, mate. Uh, yeah. I think let's start with the director, Destin Daniel Cretton. This was his first commercially action film project, and it seems to be a break for him since he is uh, known for some independent drama films. Yeah. Now, he he did a film a while ago called The Glass Castle, which I bloody adore. Oh, it's a really good drama film and you can tell that the, the the drama the character drama in this was strong it was very very strong yep. and i i wanted to get on to the story um off the back of that now i guess rather than talking about the story about the characters in terms of their legacy and who they were and where they all came from and stuff which i've got a few little things to say yeah I thought this was one of the most well-driven story MCUs that we've seen in a long time. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I, 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 it, it was you were, you were like the story elements of this film were so captivating. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And actually, do you know I'm I'm gonna put my finger. If I had to put my finger on exactly one element, yeah, that absolutely nailed it. That gave it just proper like 10 out of 10 tony lung yeah 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 I, he was, there is he not was outstanding being, he one he was outstanding and number two i can't think of a better villain in the mcu outside of thanos as far as like relatability and he was so good but his character was so well written because i'll, yeah. I'll be honest I had a fear because you know we 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 have a movie and we have a movie and music podcast so you know we like to speculate about things we like to you know think about what could let movies down and you know we yeah. have a certain amount of um 
analysis about us. I mean, we talk a lot of shite most of the time, but most mostly but we make an always. effort. We, we make an effort. We at least try to have some thoughts. And one of the thoughts I had going into this movie, and this was you know purely based on the trailer and the information that we had, I was like, right, okay, so it's an origins movie for Shang yeah. Chi, which from Marvel formula over the last. 20 movies or so means it's going to be good Shang-Chi versus bad Shang-Chi. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was that. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. But the, the, the villain, the dad was so well written and acted in his, in like his motivations that you didn't care. No. Yeah. You're you right. didn't, you didn't care at all because even like right at the start of the movie, they did like a really cool prologue where actually it was revealed. But big, sp- we're going spoilers. I don't even care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We we are quite hot off the press as far as the release of this movie goes. But you have been warned. We're doing spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at the start of this movie, you've got this amazing prologue sequence where you realize that it's not actually that the the ten rings are not an inherent uh inherited thing like father to son thing because that's what i thought it was going to be sure yeah, um, yeah based on the trailers but it's actually just the one guy and somehow he's managed to live for thousands of years or yeah a, yeah or, yeah it was so interesting or that. a thousand years or however long it is but like you know like wood dynasty kind of um things like that and it turns out that he one of his names he says was uh, genghis khan so he was the real Genghis Khan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was really, really interesting. Yeah, it was good, yeah. Really, really interesting. And and I kind of thought... And, and it's the kind of story where he, you know, he goes searching for a higher power after conquering the whole world and then he meets a woman who he falls in love with and, you know, changes his ways type thing. And we've yeah. seen that... And we've seen that kind of thing before. Yeah. This is all, you know, well-trodden stuff. But... Until a certain point in the movie, there was always a niggling doubt in the back of my head that he was just kind of like playing, that he was actually still the bad guy and actually that he was manipulating uh, her and yeah. the, and and then his children to like, you know, Luke, create yeah. that to create that dynasty. And actually he was he was never really changed at all. But there was an absolutely gorgeous scene. in uh, about halfway through this movie after he got like reintroduced to his children and us the audience where you saw this lovely montage of them having family life where he puts the rings away and they're playing just there there's one shot of the whole family playing just dance in the living room and it is and, and that one little shot which is on screen for probably less than two seconds completely sold me on his his redemption arc his yeah. motivations and yeah. then because of that one little scene as well it then sold me on the grief of his character yeah and, totally. and his and his motivations of wanting to bring his dead well, wife it was, back and it was specifically when they were on the couch together as well when they were looking at each other the kids had fallen asleep you know it was that sort of stuff it was yeah. just it was so it lovely. was so genuine and all my thoughts about him you know playing the longer power game or whatever was just completely out the window and i'm like oh no this is completely genuine and i'm totally invested in the grief and i yeah. and, and i get it and that and that is like the biggest praise i can give this movie was like his performance and that aspect of it. it was just so brilliantly done well he's a legendary hong kong actor tony like his first this was actually his first role in an american film in, a, in an english-speaking role um 
and basically, even even though he has always spoken English fluently, he's never done like an English speaking. Yeah, role. interesting. I couldn't think off the top of my head what I'd seen him in. To be fair, no, he he's uh, so he basically knew nothing about the Mandarin, and he didn't try to research the character. So when Marvel Studios actually contacted him. They basically gave him the full authority to make his own history of the character. Oh, interesting. So he did not mind playing like a villainous role. Uh, it was really his first ever villainous role, but he sought to give the character depth and history. So he said, I tried to explore the reasons that led him to become who he is. He's a man with history who craves to be loved. He is a sociopath, a narcissist and a bigot, but he's also a human and has family. Yeah, and they 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 nail it all, don't they? No, they really they really do. nail that. Um, yeah, so so th- I I just thought he was absolutely wonderful. What about the rest of the cast? What what do you think about the uh, the rest of the the characters, the rest of the the actors as well? So I guess like the acting specifically, but for the roles, um, I, I was a huge fan of Aquafina. I've yeah. always been a huge fan of Aquafina. Yeah, so was I. She was the kind of comedy reliefs in this role. Well, she was uh, one of the comic reliefs. We'll probably talk yeah. about the other one in a in a in a hot take. Oh God, that was brilliant. That was just brilliant. Okay. Uh, do do we want to go to there first? No, no, no. Let's let let's go let's go through uh, Aquafina and 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 the rest of them first because I've got yeah. I've got things to say. So she played she played Lucy. Was she the love interest? Do you think, or they were kind of hinting at that? I think they? I think the. If they were hinting at it by the end of the movie, I don't think they hammered the point home nearly as much as they could have. Sure, so I think yeah. it's kind of open-ended that maybe there's a greater emotional attachment there, but at the moment they've not quite made that leap. But yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. it's there like bubbling under the surface. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would I would say friends at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about the sister? Uh, so yeah. Ling, or, or it was actor was mine oh god i cannot oh, uh, sorry full disclosure as well we we are not asian we're gonna butcher all these names oh, in the same way yeah. that you would hope it would be the other way around i would hope that my name would get mortalized if i was to go over there <laughs> and actually introduce myself yeah um but it's meng Yer zhang who plays um Zhiling. she now i had a theory watching this whole film and my theory was you could have just as easily told this story from her perspective and it would have been just as good the whole story yes yeah, it, it it's inter- it is interesting that I think you're right, and I was sort of waiting for that. Yeah. In in the movie, and I don't know if we should be like criticizing the movie for not selling us on uh, Shang Chi's character instead, because honestly, I, I was I was kind of more invested in the journey that the dad Tony Lung was going through. Yes, yeah, one yeah. than either than either of the kids, and two, I was kind of like sisters had a much tougher time of it because she's yeah. taught taught herself all the kung fu even though she wasn't allowed, yep. and yeah, she's absolutely. you know and she's like built her own life like you know going through the streets and the big like underdog story, whereas he's been you know dicking around in San Francisco for for a while. I, I must I must admit I've come away from it and I was watching it, even even Simu Lu, so he was you know played Sean Chi, I. I didn't find him as compelling as his sister. Yeah. Or the dad. I think, I think he he was really good as an actor. I think he did a fantastic job. It's I don't know. I just think maybe Was it the writing? Like No, I, I think what, it was a focus was thing. I think I think we're yeah, maybe you're right. But I think we're both hitting on the same thing, right? We're both yeah. hitting on this thing of like 
there was very few things where you could go yeah you i mean like even just the sister like she was the underdog all the way through like these movies you kind of you you kind of i think it, identify with the underdog and he wasn't ever really underdog and he was kind of yeah, not really. Odd one, wasn't I, it? I do think that this is much more of an ensemble cast. It's kind of like a family. I think it's a family story where every member of that family was almost, well, exactly as important as the other. Why call it Shang-Chi? You could have just called this the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. And it would have been a, do you know what I mean? Yeah, this yeah. would have been a far, I think this, I think if you removed, so I, I would have said, right, this is, this is my criticism of the movie is that they focus too much on him. And I think if you had told half of her story, so her creating the underground fight ring and him, and they kind of parried the two of them backwards and forwards each other, removed um, Shang-Chi and just called this the Legend of the Ten Ring, and it was the family drama, this yeah. would have been a really this would have been really different. Well, no, I mean I, I do like what we got. I do like what we got on screen. I think maybe calling it Shang-Chi and then having him front and center on 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 the posters and stuff like that because it, it is billing it like um iron man or captain america star billing when yeah, yeah, actually yeah. in the movie it's not that it's about yeah. it's about the family but we're getting but we're getting narrated through that family drama from his perspective it, it, the, sure. the movie is still from his perspective so it is still yeah. appropriate but there was much more importance placed on not the supporting characters because as we said the families it's like the family is the main character but on on more characters than we're than we're used to so i don't think yeah. i don't think it's a fault of the movie thing but maybe just maybe just the title or may, just maybe our own expectations i don't know maybe expectations and um, do we want to talk a little bit about the two sisters fala shen and uh, michelle yo who played lee and uh ying nan so lee nan who would have been um the mum during yeah. this I, I love michelle you she was awesome and i i right. saw her on screen and it didn't initially twig that it was michelle you and then i was like oh fuck it's michelle you like i think it was when i saw her fighting because it was i think there was something in there's something in her i don't know there's something in her eyes i don't know what it like she when she kind of like she furrows her brow and maybe it's because i've just watched tomorrow never dies so many times <laughs> yeah. there's something just a little bit like that i was like oh there she is yeah yeah no, I thought it was Crouching Tiger. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Now, now, do we? I think this is a nice little segue. Let's let's talk about something that arguably was the best thing about this movie. Yeah, which was the choreography. Oh yeah, outstanding. And and, and <sighs> let's talk about the moment where it it hits us for the first time in the movie, which is the bus scene. That was, but, but the like. I think when you so so what I'll do is I'll expose a blind spot of mine. Right, I I don't really I haven't watched many martial arts movies. Oh, um, you should. No, yeah, I I know I should. If I, I had really... to give you, if I had to give you, have you seen Crouching Tiger? Yeah, a long time ago. All right, a long okay. Time so ago. Yeah, yeah. So number one, rewatch Crouching Tiger, and the other one, have you seen Hero? No, I've not seen Hero. That I've heard old old boys quite good as well. Yeah, yeah. So Hero but and old he, boy. Okay. Hero is absolutely astonishing. It, it's okay. so good. I'll definitely need to give them a watch because I think I mean if I if I if I say one the reason that I like watching those sequences as anyone does is the creativity yeah the creativity that you see on the screen is marvelous though you know the way that I mean obviously the old Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee movies you know you see snippets of these online or in places and 
it's amazing. You know, everything's a weapon. Everything's a weapon, and the yeah. way that they create, you know, they're creative, and the way that they move around the room, you know, it's 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 majestic. And this bus sequence was a real harken back to what I would imagine would be old style of kung fu choreography or yeah. old style of martial arts choreography, and it was it was amazing. Like it was so it was so interesting, and you believed that hand-to-hand wise he could go up against the best you know your steve rogers your your um, your black widows your hawkeyes you know yeah. he, your, he your, was your iron fists <laughs> your iron fist well exactly yeah <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to drag into it i mean the iron did you ever watch iron fist i did and i did and i will and i will say i did not hate it as much as most of the fandom does i honestly yeah. didn't i i didn't hate it as much as everyone else apparently did but I think the difference between that and this, and again, I've not seen it, but was the effort that they put into the choreography where that yeah, was yeah. nowhere near as much as it would have been for this one. And, I, and Marvel very much learned their lesson from that. There's no doubt about it. But it was, it was, it was a really brave decision to open with such a, I guess, just an intricate fight sequence on a bus. Because yeah. I think throughout, and maybe, and there was another sequence that I think upped the the ante a little bit, and then it never really got. It never really went anywhere. Was the 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 scaffolding sequence? I thought that scaffolding sequence was, you know, one of the best fight sequences in a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah, e- easily, easily, yeah. because it you understood the characters, you understood why they were all there and what they were trying to to get out of the sequence, um, and I, I and I just I just absolutely bloody loved it. Like I love I love a long intricate fight sequence that means different things to different people. Yeah. Um, the one, the one example that I gave, and it's not a martial arts one. I don't know if you've ever remembered, but do you remember the end of the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie? There was that three-way fight sequence, and oh, they where all they're all were trying to get the swords. Key. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, all trying yeah. to get the key in the chest. Oh, and then and they all some... end up in like a hamster wheel, which oh, is where mate, I, I think it just gets a bit silly. <laughs> it gets really silly, but there's something about that that I always quite enjoyed, like that yeah. kind of the kind of weird, and you watch it and you're kind of captivated by it, and. I'm not suggesting that hijinks. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But I'm not suggesting that was you know whether you know technically good or not. I enjoyed it. The reason I enjoyed it was because you understood the like the motives behind each of the characters, which is why that scaffolding sequence I thought was so powerful. Um, Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. What was your thoughts on 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 a lot of it? Well, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it was definitely harkening back to uh, those kind of old Bruce Lee kind of style of martial arts movie because it's not the same kind of martial arts movie i know that the, the two classic martial arts movie i i mentioned hero and crouching tiger hidden dragon it, it's not really reminiscent of those two because they use that kind of really floaty yeah. wire almost like they're yeah, flying yeah. type thing which is really gorgeous but we, but we got some of that too we, we got, got a bit of, of well. it we, we we got a bit of it but i think in uh in, in a different way it primarily the action was the much faster more physical yeah uh, bruce lee type fighting which i really sure, really sure. liked but but there was a lot of lessons like especially when we got michelle yo and uh the mother whose name escapes me i'm very sorry um yeah. where their style of fighting which is you know more like in a kind well, of backward flow. sweep of the foot yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Backward kind of sweep i, I love a kind that. of flow of the universe thing and they never uh, explain their technique but it's it, but it's beautifully captured on film where uh, you know it's understood that they're just um their martial arts 
is defensive and using their opponent's strength against them and they never yeah. say any of this but the choreography is so Suggests it, yeah. on point and the yeah. visuals that are going on on screen just sell you on that ideology without ever without it ever being explained sure which is but, but really you, gorgeous but you get that at the end when you see shang chi fighting he's doing that kind of water i'm calling it water dance for lack yeah, of a yeah, better yeah, sure. kind of has that fluid movement yeah but then the rings follow go with him and it's like oh that's what it was intended to be you know you were intended to fight that way but using the rings yeah. and i i, I kind of got that that moment of when he did the the backwards sweep and he was moving his arms around and the rings were following with him yeah yeah it was a little bit of a da-da this is what exactly. this was supposed yeah, to yeah, look yeah. like and, I, yeah. and I, I thought it was really clever it, it was neo in the hallway yeah, it was. And, you know, obviously Matrix was one of the other uh, references for this movie. We talked, obviously, about uh, uh, Crouching Tiger. I, I I, must admit, I think the fighting, as it went on, it, it changed from that brutal style of creative fighting towards the more flow defensive way. Yeah. And that was lost on me, but talking about it now it makes a lot of sense if that yeah. makes sense. Like, no, it does. I, I, I guess I had to think about it, and I probably have to watch it again to really appreciate that. No, yeah, de- definitely. I would, and actually, you raise a good point because actually, both me and Ilhem came out of that movie going, "I would, we would see that again." I think we are actually planning on going to see that again because I really, really enjoyed it. But actually, one of the big reasons that I really want to go and see it again is actually because yeah. of the music, which I think. Yeah. Well, which, well, let's get if, on. If to you're it, ready to move on, on list. To. yeah, go for it. Now, yeah, I'm gonna start with my first impressions of the of it. the music. And my first impressions were meh. Okay. And interesting. Okay. Long long story short, I'm wrong. But I I didn't get everything I wanted out of the music in the cinema, and I didn't hear everything I wanted to hear until I then went and I listened. Last last couple of days, I've been listening to the soundtrack, which you know it's quite substantial it's um there's there's a good there's a good number of tracks in there and it's quite it's quite long but you know i wanted to go into this movie and i wanted to hear a musical homage to you know those old kung fu style movies sure yeah i wanted them to go all in on the genre i don't yeah i didn't i I don't want nods and winks to genres from these anymore i think I, i think we need to demand more from these movies yeah. than just yeah, nods yeah. and winks to culture yeah. and things like that because otherwise it's just it's just kind of, it's just, it's just kind of like music, cultural isn't appropriation yeah. isn't it it's just yeah you're not actually doing the job you're just nodding and winking at the job and i actually do still think that that is the case i think that they incorporated a lot of eastern style Yep, to definitely the, to, yeah. to the soundtrack now i forget do you have the composer it was name joel, joel p west joel p west joel p but west he's not done much he's he's very new actually he is but joel p west this isn't this is not an eastern this is not an eastern composer no it's it's not and i think that with no disrespect to him i don't think that's acceptable no i i i didn't i listened back to it and i was listening to it on the way home and I thought it was great. I look. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was good, but it didn't. I, I think. I think on its own, it's fine. It does the job, but it was just a bit. It wasn't brave enough. Yeah, it wasn't and, brave and I, enough. And, and and I put it down to, it wasn't the right selection of composer, 
Yeah. Or or the composer who was selected is a good composer, and I'm sure he, I'm sure he's great. No, absolutely, absolutely. But no disrespect he's just not to got him. A huge amount. He's just not got a huge amount of experience. Like, I well, think no, I don't even coming through. No, see, I don't even think that because I think that the music that he wrote is really, really good and really, really engaging. I, sure. I'm, I, I've got, I just had a very, very high bar for what I wanted to hear in this movie, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk specifically about what I'm, what I wanted, and what I wanted was traditional instruments yeah 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 definitely what i wanted was traditional instruments playing traditional music and scoring the movie like that not like exclusively because that would be maybe that would maybe be asking a little bit too much and one thing i did really like apart from the kind of orchestral scoring part of it was especially during the san francisco sequences they really uh incorporated much like black panther did yeah with like western Killmonger. music yeah they, yeah they they went for that kind of asian american youth yeah uh youth, youth culture sound like the kind of oh music. the youth alex well yeah no but I, 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 it's yeah, not I it's mean, not mate. music music i listen to but no i know but they they incorporated but it suited it yeah it, it did and it wasn't and it, that was an important theme in the movie as well which was you know acknowledging who you are where sure. you came from and what that means for you as somebody you know who's a bit removed from their roots. Yeah. Which was a, a really, really lovely theme in the movie. But going back to the scoring, I really wanted to hear traditional instruments. And instead, what we got was the the Western Hollywood Orchestra bass playing in an Eastern style. And when I when I mean, what I mean by an Eastern style is um, typically what you hear in um, Chinese music is... Uh, music that's built on the pentatonic scale yeah so yeah, the yeah, pentatonic yeah. scale is something that guitarists know quite well because it's like the, it's it's almost a blues scale it fits very yeah. well if it's very well under under the under the fingers and it's basically it goes up in fifths and it's got a very unique style and um it is very very much vo- evocative of chinese music but also actually english music as well english classical music uses a lot of pentatonic harmonies which is quite interesting but sure um what we got was just a lot of pentatonic chinese sounding melodies and things like that but it was all played it was all played again by a western orchestra and i feel like that really diluted the issue and i remember uh, criticizing the black panther score for not going hard enough into the african sounds i don't think it's as bad as i i thought i sorry i think this is worse than black panther i don't think black panther is as bad as this no 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 i don't know that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying i came i i completely agree with that i think black panther actually did a much better job of incorporating those sounds but i do think it was easier for black panther to incorporate those sounds just because i think a lot of the african sounds are much more rhythmic and so ah, can punch yeah. punch through an orchestral sound much easier. Whereas um, the, the kind of Eastern sound, there's a lot of melodic instruments. There's a lot of flutes and stringed instruments and uh, and th- and things like that. That and unfortunately they they were they are there in in the score, 
as like tiny little features kind of like sure. oh here have a have a traditional instrument here have a traditional instrument there but it didn't it wasn't the foundation of the score and that's yeah. the thing that really disappointed me and maybe that's just me asking too much because after all this is a marvel movie it's made by disney which is a hollywood corporation it, yeah, which yeah. means it's a western movie and yes they're doing they're doing an Eastern story with East, with some Eastern culture and things like that. So they would obviously try to kind of do a middle ground type thing. But I just yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. it diluted the experience for me. I don't feel like if it was a totally Eastern sound, it would have destroyed the movie at all. Because one of the things I really love about like old Kung Fu movies, right? And actually specifically uh, the two favorites that I... Um, mentioned earlier crouching tiger and hero yeah one of the things i really love about that is the the kung fu and the action is juxtaposed in the sound by really slow moving melodies okay and things yeah, yeah, yeah and things that it's not like fast paced and you know drummy and it, it doesn't it, the, the music isn't written to like get your heart rate up do you know what i mean sure yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, it's slow and lyrical there's tension in the harmonies and the, and the melodies and things like that but it's but the harmonic rate is very very like slow and paced and that's to kind of sell the idea that martial arts is is that it's an art it's an, yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's an yeah, art exactly. form there, there's flow and there's technique and there's a dance and it's very very zen and it's very very spiritual and i think that in those in those um in those movies having those slower melodies really is a beautiful way to show that side of the culture and i don't think that this movie did that very much it did in the scenes where they were trying to hammer that point home so like when michelle yo was doing her kind of like leaf dojo bit right yeah and yeah. when the mother was doing her you know bit and stuff like that so in those little moments when they were trying to sell that idea yes they did those things but yeah. if they were actually if they actually did that in some of the open combat bits when the when the characters fighting were actually fighting each other i think that would have been rather beautiful actually yeah i think so i mean you and you hitting on both of those movies i mean crouching tiger famously scored by Dun tan who um or Dun tan um basically he he won the oscar for it as well yeah um he also did hero i didn't realize i've not didn't um didn't know that i didn't so, realize that either actually yeah so, um, so and i was I, I was even just looking up as you were talking there do you think he was ever asked to, to do this? Because it would make sense, right? It would that make sense been to brilliant. Yeah, it would make sense. Like, I mean, he is your Ennio Morricone, really, isn't he? I mean, that is that is exactly what it would yeah, be. If we're talking about you know genre scoring, where like there's a composer that just like has that genre just on tap. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. Before we, I mean, anything else you want to talk around the music? Because the music. There was some really good Western piece of music. The only thing I wanted to chat a little bit about was I really, I thought it was quite funny, the Hotel California joke. I love that. But <laughs> up until up until the end payoff sequence, and we'll talk a little bit about that in our in the last part of this section that I want to talk about, which is the wider MCU implications. Oh, yeah. Which I guess ties together. Um, I was a bit like, oh, here we bloody go. The whole Hotel California thing. I was a bit like, have we not done this? Is there not like... I was thinking this, did not all the MCU movies now kind of in some way 
harnessed himself around a contemporary song. Have you noticed this? Um, in the way that, like, the Iron Mans all have, what is it, like, Shoot to Thrill from Iron Man 2. Well, ACDC. Yeah, yeah, and then you've got, like, most recently we had American Pie with Black Widow. You know, like, there's something a little bit about, oh, we'll put Hotel California in here. And I don't quite oh, know. Oh, you're not wrong, actually, is that, yeah. is that a little device that Marvel have picked up, that have started to do? Obviously, we had it with, you know, massively with the Guardians films. Um, but quite different, though, I guess. Um, we had uh, the Immigrant song with with Ragnarok. I, I think Bloody they've... Love that. But I think they've started to do this little thing where they've went, pick a really, you know, or the chain was used for Guardians 2. I, I think they've started to do that. And I'm and I'm watching you, Marvel. I'm watching yeah. you. Yeah, I think they're getting away with it. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think they're getting away with it. I, I very much liked the Hotel California thing because I think they sold it as the, you know, you know, when the two of them, the friends, Katie and Sean. Yeah. Um let's call him Sean because we're talking about that part of him, uh, are doing like the karaoke and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It just, it felt like a karaoke song uh, song for them and I actually really liked that. And it was quite a funny joke where she was saying, um, say, sing it sing it at, at stupid people and they get really confused. That, that is funny, yeah. That's funny. That's a I Carl did Pilk- like that. That's a Carl Pilkington um, piece of trivia. He's, I remember I was walking once through Manchester and someone tried to nick my trainers. I had some new trainers on. And if you act mad, they run away from you. They get really scared, and they. Oh, I thought you were telling this story. No, Carl Pilkington told that story. No, no, no. Carl Pilkington told the story about how you, you, Callum, were not in Manchester, and somebody. I've never, I've never been to Manchester, and so I was never tried to. But someone, Ah, but Carl Pilkington was in Manchester. Someone tried to nick his trainers, and (laughs) and basically he went, "What do you mean these trainers? Do you know how much I've paid for these?" And they like started going mad, like, "Why do I want to do that?" And then would just get really weird, and (laughs) and I'm like. That's a fucking genius piece of. That's an. That's a brilliant. And I know. That's that, that. That's his peacock feathers right there. Yeah, exactly. I, I, like, I like that sort of thing. And then we get. We didn't get the payoff at the end, which I did laugh at. The 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 um the 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 karaoke payoff at the end. I've to, totally. It's totally slipped my um my mind the character's name. Um, Wong. Wong. Of course, it's yeah, Wong. Yeah. I was like, who is that? Um, but yeah. Oh man, Wong. Wong appearing in and out of this you can tell he just has fun like he just oh, does yeah. what he wants i think he is a massive fan favorite i i, yeah. I love him on screen like yeah. in whatever he's in i think he's just like an mcu character now sure he's like sure. do you know what he's like he's like agent colson he's the new agent colson yeah he is a little bit isn't he yeah yeah you're not wrong actually because he just does appearance stuff you know the little stuff even during Infinity War, I loved that line of "Wong, you're invited to my wedding." I loved that stuff. I yeah. loved that. I thought that was that's one of my favorite lines because you can yeah. tell Wong would be like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll show up to his wedding." Like, yeah, no, you know exactly. I mean? like, He's g- seems game for anything. And even <laughs> just in the 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 Spider-Man uh, No Way Home trailer, you know, we see him kind of going away, but you know, don't cast that spell. Uh, which yeah, yeah, I want exactly. to get back to when we talk about um, what if and moving forward. Yeah, but Alex. Talk to me a little bit about what this says for the wider, and including spoilers and po- two, two post-credit sequences. In fact, you might want to start there. What does this do for the wider MCU? Well, first of all, it has doubled down on the idea that anything can happen and everything will happen. Specifically, though, what do you mean? Specifically what I mean. Okay, so we, we we've not talked about the threat sure. of this movie have we because yeah. we've talked about the main villain of this character of this uh movie being the dad right but he yeah. wasn't 
he wasn't like the threat he was being manipulated by this big soul eating dragon thing yeah yeah which can we be honest we've been singing this movie's praises did you care about that? No. No, I didn't care in the slightest. No, I didn't think so. I mean, so, we yeah. So uh, the the thing is the thing escapes from behind this bloody dimensional door and I, I must eats, admit eats that... the soul of the dad and at that moment the movie ended for me. I, must I did admit, not yeah. care about anything after that. That last all... 10 minutes was yeah. was tough to watch, I to, thought. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't tough for me to watch. I just don't think it had the it didn't excite me in i think the way it was supposed to because yeah it was, you're right yeah to, to coin a phrase by mark kermode it was a lot of um uh crashy bashy stuff yeah has so, he, has, you know, has he reviewed this has he he has reviewed it and he said he he said he really really liked it but uh, but it did the last payoff of the movie did kind of just descend into yeah world ending monsters fighting yeah. light show crashy yeah, smashy yeah, yeah. stuff they need to stop it like marvel are falling like that's quite a few times they've done that recently i think wandavision being one um, one of it at uh, the, the end of black widow of them falling through is like she's she's still just a human she doesn't have any superpowers she can't yeah. just fall through the sky through yeah. debris and just come out completely unscathed like just yeah. stop it yeah um as much as i also enjoyed black widow but the, the point is i i, I Loki did that a little bit too a bit lighty a bit too a yeah. little bit yeah yeah um and you know you get it it's you know these are superhero movies you know they they've they've got to go for a bit of spectacle Sure. And I I accepted the spectacle. My 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 feeling at the end of the movie was that I accepted the the, the spectacle of it. That's because, very grown up of you, Alex. But, well, yeah, but but it's because the the rest of the movie was so emotionally engaging for me. Sure, I was just I was like delighted with everything that I was presented up until this point, and I was like, right, okay, you've earned your big monster fight at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you haven't you haven't tried to make the whole movie about this monster fight. You're just ending it with a monster fight, which sure. is fine. You're allowed to do that. It's fine. I'm not particularly interested in it, but I was delighted by the rest of it. So fine, you're allowed to do this. Yeah. But really, I wasn't really that interested. But but for what I think this means for the rest of the MCU movie is that big monster threat was yet another thing that if released and escaped would destroy the universe and go through other realities and just destroy all the universes it yeah. was basically a, a universe ending thing and i just sat there going well that's a threat that was both introduced and in, introduced in this movie and, and also <laughs> and also killed in this mo- in this movie and so therefore the sky's the limit do you know what i mean they're yeah, just gonna exactly. keep they're just gonna keep introducing whatever they want based on that because i don't know if this monster was in the comics i'm assuming it probably was uh i don't think so i don't i don't know probably maybe. it was this is maybe this is maybe an old an old marvel monster or something but it, it's just i i they're definitely setting the groundwork for them to just be able to just churn out threats and monsters and sure. villains to their heart's content forever that 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 that's that's the kind of thing and i I was like okay here's another here's another universe universal life ending thing 
<laughs> yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah. Next week, there's going to be another one. Another one. Do you, but, but what? But I mean, what do you think that what we did and what has finished? So obviously, the, the creature died or whatever. I, I can't yeah. fucking remember what happened to it. Um, was it eaten or something like this? I no, I no, no. So, I don't remember the, what happened. So to it. the super, the super cool, awesome protector dragon. Yeah, which I, which I loved. We would have been, we would have been a shit creep without a paddle without that thing, I wouldn't know, we, Alex? Right? <laughs> um, which, by the way, fuck you for putting that in the trailer. That would have been so cool if we didn't. Yeah, see, that would have been it. Yeah, her. exactly. Um, yeah, you screwed up with that one. Yeah, um, yeah. He sort of no, she sorry trapped the big bad soul eating dragon in a in a big watery whirlpool, and then Shang Chi was like flying in his kind of neo uber form yep and it was very it was that that part of the movie very much descended into massive kind of Yu-Gi-Oh pokemon territory it did it it? was it was very Yu-Gi-Oh. i mean i think it was almost a little um dragon ball z yeah yeah yeah. especially with the kind of kamehameha like i thought it was a little bit like that yeah so i think he basically exploded it with with the 10 rings he got it he went yeah, he basically. That's what I would have done. Would you have done that, Alex? Huge, yeah, he just. That's, that's what I would have done. He exploded it with his kung fu. Yeah, exactly. His <laughs> and, kung fu was better you know than what? the other kung fu. I bloody fu. love it. Yeah, I bloody love it. Except that I don't care because it's just a big monster that eats souls. Right, fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but what about? But what about? the rest what about the rest of i mean specifically we talk about like you know, let's talk about the post credit sequence we obviously had the kind of uh we had uh wong we had bruce banner not in his um banner hulk form he was back to uh-huh. human form yeah which i wonder maybe if they're going to explain that in she hulk yeah but um, also he's still in his cast he is still in his cast i think that's long-term implications i wonder if he'll ever be able to turn properly back i don't know yeah. um and well you would assume he's healing um and obviously captain marvel the fourth uh the fourth time we've seen captain marvel in an mcu movie yeah um which was interesting and, and you know we talked a little bit about the start about uh about glass castle and um destin daniel cretton who directed glass castle and brie larson was in that was in that movie so oh they, yeah that's a nice they, little they tie and i like together, that yeah um but they were very quick to say it's not you know captain marvel said it's not well, she's not it's not anything cosmic she's seen and bruce banner goes well it's not vibranium yeah um i mean i wonder what it is you think they'll ever explain well that's the thing i do quite i do quite like the fact that we don't actually know where the ten rings came from yeah exactly it, it's kind of hinted that it's linked to the culture of like the village and the mythology of the village because the the big door that the big monsters trapped behind can only be shattered well maybe not only be shattered by the ten rings but it's sensed that the ten rings have the power to shatter that door right so so uh, so, um, my feeling is that um the origins of it is directly involved with the culture and the mythology of that kind of like magical village and things like that um so but what will be quite interesting is to find out where the origins of that culture and the other things in that society came from yeah exactly those mo- yeah those, those, those things like that because well didn't they say it was something like a crate a, a meteor in a crater something they were found but no well like... in in the prologue in the prologue it was you know the mother was narrate was telling the story of the legend of the ten rings and you know there was a man and um it's not truly known where he found the ring some say it was from a 
fallen meteor. Some say it was from an old emperor's tomb or something like that. Uh, yeah, stolen from a tomb. I mean, tomb. I, I thought it would have been the first of the two, surely. Well, that's the thing. I think, I think, um, I think the truth is probably one of the things that she said. And I think if we're going by the post-credit sequence, it's because it's cosmic and it's Marvel. Yeah. Um, it's probably going to be the meteor thing, but it's never. Or what if they're adamantium? And this is that. That's why he doesn't know they're vibranium. Well, no, because adamantium's a man-made um, polymer, isn't it? I don't even know, Alex. That's yeah, because Stryker Stryker invents it. Yeah, sure, cool. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, Fuck yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, he does. No, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't give a shit. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't give a shit. But no, I'm just fine. saying it could have been adamantium because we could have we could have had the introduction of Stryker. Could have the introduction. We're gonna get the X Men at some point soon before we die. Yeah, planet. I don't think I don't think William Stryker was uh, doing Wolverine experiments during like feudal China. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But um, I just I, I I don't know. I I think this movie it was very good at just standing on it. So what about the Abomination as well? That was that wasn't surely Tim Roth, was it? No, that was no, a different... of course not. That was a that was a CGI monster with some guy doing motion cap and there was like gills on the side of his face i can't remember that's what the abomination looked like it was not the no, abomination they did. we know no they did they did change the look of him probably to be more comic accurate sure i i think and yeah. i don't and i don't think we're supposed to read too much into that i think they just yeah. changed the look of it because the incredible hulk was ages ago and nobody really cares what the abomination looked yeah, like exactly, back then yeah. but yeah. it, it but it was very definitively the abom- the abomination because Wong calls him by his military name or his real name. I can't yeah. remember what his name yeah, was. Yeah, I know. It's some but whatever the yeah. character of Tim Tim Roth is called, he called him by that name. Ah, very um, good. Very while they were while they were in the, it seemed like they were just sparring. Yeah, I like think he they was were just giving sparring. him a workout or yeah, something like so. that. What What about the 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 Ten Rings will return? What about yes, that? I like that. So ah, so you stayed for the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I needed to pee, right? Okay, cool. Um, so I I took a guess and thought that there wasn't going to be a second post credit sequence. I thought there was just going to be the mid credits, and then that was it. So I left. So we left, right? Sure. And then I came back out out of the bathroom, and I saw all the all the cinema attendants still waiting outside the cinema and so yeah. i just went i just went back up and i was like is there another scene and they were like yeah and i was like right i'll just go back in if that's all right <laughs> did so you I not just, think there would be another one though there always I, is i can't yeah but i can i can emphasize enough how badly i needed to pee oh, okay fair enough <laughs> <laughs> but no Before... i did and it's not always there's not always two i yeah. I, I, I honestly i do think two is overkill as much as i am Sometimes, yeah. as, as much as i do love these stingers at the end i'm just like oh, can you not just do it in one yeah exactly can you yeah. not just have one please because well, the first one you're just kind of continue, the first one kind of just continued off the the end of the movie though didn't it i mean it yeah, wasn't really yeah, yeah, just, it really did it, it was a it was really the, good the one as well sequence. though yeah it was um but just the return of the ten rings i think that's great i I thought they were really good i mean we're getting loads and more of these little militants or militias kind of forming obviously got the door millage um we've got you know obviously the 
the what was the the kind of the super soldiers that were kind of coming out of the back of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, we've got um, the widows as well. With the widow, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm 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 really keen for a lot of this sort of stuff. All these different powers. I mean, like the MCU is unrecognizable from that first Iron Man. I film. was I was thinking that actually, just as we were just as we were talking about the movie now. I was thinking about the this world of Shang-Chi and the magical village with the with the flying faceless pig things. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I was thinking, this is in the same world as Iron Man. Yeah, it's nuts, yeah. <sighs> right? Okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> well, you've you've brought us full circle, Alex, because the last thing we want to talk around is of course Trevor Slattery. Yeah. <laughs> what a lovely surprise. And I Can I be honest? Did you kind of think he was gonna be in this? No, I didn't. But can I be honest? You didn't like it. I didn't like it. Oh, I thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I thought it was I, really good. Uh, he was not as it was not as funny, and he was not as charming, or not charming, but he was not as entertaining as he was in Iron Man Three. Yeah, because he was because, and he said it's because he was sober, and I just felt that Ben Kingsley, yep, who is a great. He is an yeah, all-time yeah, great, yeah, yeah, undeniable. Yep. Yeah. I reckon in Iron Man 3, he was told to go like completely over the top with this joke. Yeah, sure. Because nobody saw that joke coming, and it was yeah. incredible. And I actually yeah. really like it. And I know there are a lot of people that are like, oh, you screwed up the comic version of the Mandarin and blah, 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 blah. We're never going to see that version of the Mandarin no, in the MCU. No, no. We're never going to see it. That It just doesn't exist. So the fact that they just changed that and made it into a joke... And the fact that he was this this drunk with a with a couple of hookers in the bed and obsessed with the Liverpool Football Club and like completely drunk and off his face in in those couple of scenes that he was in Iron Man three was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was brilliant. I and it. I do th- and I do think that in this movie, when he's directed to be that same character, but sober, so turned down a bit. Yeah, yeah. I I was kind of like well it's it's not as good as he was like yeah, it's not yeah. it's not as entertaining a performance as it was yeah it's just a bit it's just a bit vanilla i don't i, I mean i thought it was very funny i thought it was a nice return um, he had some funny dialogue he had some funny yeah. dialogue as well but it was it was like it was under delivered yeah compared to iron compared to iron man 3 yeah i can see where you're coming from actually i can totally see where you're coming from i don't think we'll see him again though <laughs> no no i don't i like that was that uh, do you know what i think i think he's living in that village uh with his with a new pal and that's where he'll spend the rest of his days sounds I, good that's it. yeah no very, i'm delighted for him but yeah. uh, but unfortunately the his inclusion in the movie didn't really do it for me alex thumbs up oh two thumbs up absolutely like i i have m- I have. See, I was going to give it one. I was going to give it one. And really? I think for this reason, yeah. No. Just, just that it wasn't quite. I think you've actually persuaded me against two thumbs up. Ah, uh, see, from the music perspective, I, yeah. Because what I was going to say, what I, what I was going to say, was that I have laid laid out a few criticisms of this movie in this sort of review, but I can't deny the fact that I left that cinema feeling as if i had seen one of the best mcu movies like from really? a cat yeah from from a character perspective tony lung just yeah. just just for him yeah and, yeah and the way that the villain was sold and and the, the, the landing the villain 
and his motivations and empathizing with the villain is the best thing that one yeah. of these movies can do and yeah. and i do think it's the one of the best mcu movies for that reason and that but that's that's just the way i i came out of it feeling and i know yeah. that i i still stand by all the criticisms that i laid on this movie but for every single one of those criticisms i don't care about it i don't care yeah. about any of those criticisms because of all the things that, that i feel make it great they are good yeah yeah i I, yeah. I really i i always i always 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 in every movie that we do try and judge a movie any movie by what makes it good yeah. and not by what makes it bad and i think what makes this this movie shang chi good they did so so well that it's it's one of the best mcu movies in my opinion whoa that's a that's a hell of a that's a hell of a statement i loved it i loved every single second of it apart from wow. all the criticisms but as i said i don't care yeah, yeah, i yeah, don't sure. care like i have my criticisms but i don't care about any of it wow. it didn't sully my enjoyment for it at all it's the big it's it's too it's too massive thumbs up for me honestly amazing amazing Yep, let's move it. Cool. Uh, do we want to start with what ifs then? Where I like it how we're doing these in two by twos. Oh God, we are. We didn't do it last week, did we? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Ah. So episode three and episode four. Should we, should we continue this format? I like it. Yeah, let's I like do it. It. Feel, yeah. it feels right. Um, uh, it's only because they're releasing them on Wednesday, and sometimes yeah. we don't have time yeah, to yeah, get exactly. it watched before yeah. we record. What do you think about these um, two episodes? Should we start with the first one, the the episode three? Yeah. The let's... what if murder mystery happened and um they all died what, what do you think about it i thought it was uh very very i thought it was very very interesting and it seemed that the stakes were like really high and really engage really engaging because obviously we we know what we need these heroes to protect us from yeah 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 in the future unfortunately i do actually think this episode as really really uh juicy a what if it was i do think it was somewhat spoiled by the fact that it turned out to be just an old and utterly batshit crazy michael douglas at the end yeah and that was, was michael douglas as well that was him. i know it was i know it was but like the fact that it turned out to be him and he was obviously like crazy in the eyes and he's not slept and he was obviously like sure. mental like i kind of i was kind of internally laughing i was kind of like oh, this is a bit of a joke isn't it yeah 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 <laughs> do, I, do you know, know what i mean yeah i i think so i don't know how much i think this one didn't really hit home with me and i think it, it made me think the what if series they're they're interesting they're like i i think i want what if series i want more of them but when i get them i'm like they're not as good as i think i want them to be i don't know i, I can't don't know if i can put my finger on it like i think this i think this started to show that actually they're like i don't know maybe they're, they're i'm not quite as 
engaged with some of this stuff as, as I probably should have been. And I think it's because... you well, know they you are designed for- to be bite-sized. Exactly. But you can forgive it largely of, you know, I think I think as well, like, I, I, I fall into the trap that you're not supposed to fall into with these movies, which is, you know, overly analysing all the decisions the characters make based yeah. off the what-if. You know, if they go, one thing happens, then you go, well, that character wouldn't do that, and that character wouldn't do that. And for some reason i think this one was one where it was a little bridge a bridge too far for me I well think this is what really this is i think this decisions. is what i think we were de- we were debating last time because we had a bit of a discussion last time about the possibility of interconnectivity yeah between yeah. these what ifs and things and i am i am doubly doubling down on my position of they're not at all they, they yeah. they're just completely isolated in their own right and that's it. And I think that I'm a hundred percent right in that based on episode four, the most recent one. Yeah, episode four kind of stands out on its own, yeah. Um and actually, if we're gonna if we if we're gonna go into that, because I don't have a huge amount to say about episode three, to be honest. It was a nice it was it was yeah, it was a it was a uh... nice little what if story with like, you know, different directions and like but you wouldn't have seen it coming. Like it was a, it was a really good, like you, sh- you know, you didn't see that coming at all. No, of course it was, not. It was, and it, uh, so I thought it was good for that sense. I thought Sammy J was excellent. He was. Um, he I was. He was very good. I, I also, Tom Hiddleston was also good. Yeah, I was going to say I also thought Tom Hiddleston was very good, but I, I just think there was too many decisions made by. And again, I know you shouldn't do this, but I just think there was too many decisions made by characters that weren't that believable, and maybe that ruined it for me. But yeah, I, I agree that wasn't. I would say it was slightly better than the first one but nowhere near as good as the second one like that second one was excellent yeah but i'll be honest i think this last one the doctor strange one has pipped the second one to the post for I me i think you're right i think you're right. it I was think astonishingly it was, good it was wonderful it was so i'm so happy you liked it did so you much. listen to the music in it it was wonderful the music the it music was, was heartbreaking amazing. yeah that went and even at the start when it kicks off and he, he realizes he can't save her oh man the like, whole thing it doesn't let up yeah at all i don't yeah. really want to spoil too much of it um but it's it's basically what the 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 episode of the, the time title, traveler's wife are you right which is which is quite funny since it's rachel mcadams yeah yeah totally but the, the title of the episode is what happens if uh, dr strange loses his heart instead of his hands yeah yeah I'm, I'm paraphrasing but that's basically that's basically what the what if is sure sure and he does like he gets like a descent into madness trying to undo this thing and like oh and all that and the stakes literally could not be higher and he goes way further down yeah. the dark magic rabbit hole than mads mickelson ever did and, yeah, yeah yeah but but the point is like you you see it happen and because it's it's supposed to be in this bite-sized half hour thing the pacing of it doesn't let up at all. It's just bad decision after bad decision yeah. after going down the dark rabbit hole, like keep going, sure, keep going sure. into darkness until until there's literally no escape. And like, you know, no, no I, I, I really don't want to spoil this one for people actually because I think it's really, really worth watching. Yeah. And it, it sells you on that emotion all the way through and I was completely captivated by it. And I thought it was, yeah, just incredible. Really, yeah. really amazing. Uh, amazing I, I, stuff no i i i have to admit it was it was just wonderful and so laura carpin she's the the direct uh, the, the composer for all the what ifs i believe um doing an yeah amazing yeah job. i but remember you're, seeing you're, her name but you're right um and th- this was it was there was something about this episode it was so 
it, it did really have that element of what if he lost his heart. And even because you see the title, I don't know the way Disney do this, Disney Plus do this, when you click on the episode, it shows it big bold up at the top. What if Doctor Strange, but he lost his heart. Yeah. And for some reason, that did a really good job because that, that, that phrase stayed with me as I was watching it. And you saw him lose his heart. And it was like H.P. Lovecraft almost at the end. You know, all the different creatures and stuff coming out. And I loved that sequence when yeah. he was just growing in power and power and power. I thought this was excellent, and I and I watched this twice. I've watched this twice. I I loved it so much. Oh right, I wanted, really? Yeah, I cool. wanted to see it more than once because it was just it was just excellent. Because I, I just I just uh, got it got it in this morning just before we were uh, no, you, we were recording. It's it's wonderful, and it stands on its own. It's it's lovely and it's poetic. I mean. Dare I say, you could have made this, fleshed this out into one of the Doctor Strange movies. Like, if this was Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, I'm all in. Like, I'm yeah. all in. And and I think in some ways, we're going to see more of this sort of stuff. You know, that kind of H.P. Lovecraft-style horror. The right, tentacles yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, the wings and stuff. I think we're going to see that in, in Multiverse of Madness. Like, I do, like, we've been told, you know, Sam Raimi's doing a horror Do you think we're going to see that interdimensional Kraken thing? Because that's the second time it's turned up, actually. I think so. I forget the name of it. So that, that Kraken thing, that actually, in one universe, was a Sorcerer Supreme. So that thing is a Sorcerer Supreme. Um, oh, right, so, okay. so there is, there is like, a... There, yeah, I forget the name of the character. Because in the first episode, that. it was the Hydra monster. Yeah, I wonder if it's the same one. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I mean, I do. I think we're also going to see Evil Doctor Strange again, either in live action or in this. I, I, I think we're going to see that again. I mean, it's re- it was really, really compelling performance. Actually, it was again, awesome. Benedict Cumberbatch, Rachel McAdams, the whole um, Tilda Swinton. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Well, it whole, had everyone. It had yeah, actually it everyone. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch obviously has got a lot of experience doing motion capture for Smaug, and he's done a fair bit of voice voice acting. And I think he definitely has the voice for it, doesn't he? He's uh, yeah, just got and, a lot of range. And I think you can tell. I mean, I think you can tell the voice actors from the non-voice actors in this series. I think that there's something that's coming to the surface is that um, Rachel McAdams was quite good, actually. Yeah, she was. I think I can't remember where I read this though. It said somewhere that she she didn't really look like Rachel McAdams. Like it could have been anyone. Um, do you know what I mean? It was she was a little bit. Whereas actually, you could tell it was Benedict Cumberpatch. Um, you could yeah, tell sure. it was Wong. Yeah. Um, again, we had more Wong. God, he's loving this. He's loving life. Yeah, he's loving brilliant. this. Um, no, I thought What If was great, and I think this, as you say, this was the best episode. Um, we also had the Watcher as well, starting to kind of comment on the episode during the episode, and I thought that was it. It raised the stakes a little bit for me. I think um, so. I thought it was great. Yeah, you see him, and you see him watching in the other episodes as well yeah. like um in in various scenes you see him as the silhouette i love the style of the fact that he's like this opaque silhouette yeah yeah in in the in the universe where he's there and not there i think it's just a wonderful way to yeah 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 re- represent that kind of omnipotency yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it, it, I, I've, I've always loved that image, and it, that, that's been something that's that that got nailed down really early in the comics, like for de- you know decades ago, which Definitely. is just wonderful, wonderful. Talking of, um, so moving forward, Alex, um, I don't know if you're interested or not. The the Raccoon City, which is the new Resident Evil movie, it's got some set photos. I don't know if you've seen these, or you're you're not really interested in that. Kind I of am stuff, are totally you? uninterested <laughs> are you in really? any. I I don't give a shit. Oh man, I I'm a huge fan of the Resident Evil ever. I mean, the movies aren't are. particularly great, but the <laughs> games are fantastic, man. You've got to play those games. No, I know I you will never play them. I'll never. They're play them. They're so good. Is why not, Alex? Because uh, zombies why, why not? and uh, 
What about the zombies? What's wrong with them? The, the I hate of... zombies are stupid. I hate zombies. But but what? But they're not all zombies. There's some really good. You know, there's also other other monsters and stuff in the Resident. Yeah, Evil but they games. all go Why like this. No, but, but but what? There's some ghosts in the most recent ones. Yeah, but you... the ghosts go. But you... but why don't you like it when they go like that? What what's the feelings that you get? What's the feelings that you get when they're on screen? Mind numbing boredom. Bit bit scary though, isn't it? It's a bit scary. No, you can't. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't make me react. They and are defend. a bit scary. No, no, no. Though, you, you can't make me react. <laughs> it's like, okay. You defensively. can say. Look, right. Okay. <laughs> I am aware there's a lot of scary games out there, and yeah. I do actively avoid them. Yeah. For the reason that <gasps> actually I don't. I I don't actually <laughs> get enjoyment out of. The scare. I don't like get a. a oh, do you not? No, no, I don't. I, I don't actually like that. There's a few except. There has been exceptions to that rule. Like the movie The Strangers. I actually found a. I actually um got weirdly erotic, of, right? <laughs> a weird bit of enjoyment <laughs> out of it. But um, but no video video games. That kind of uh, engagement of it. I I will admit. I I I avoid them because yes, because of that fear factor. But I actually don't place Resident Evil in that category. You gotta play. And I don't know you, why. You gotta play Alien Isolation, mate. You've yeah. got no, to. No, I do want to play that. I do want to play oh, that one. Oh man, and that's one of the best survival of, horrors. Yeah, and actually, because of those things, because I've heard it's a really good experience. But again, I don't class Resident Evil in that category. I just think it's just stupid shit. Oh man, it's good. You love it. You love it, and you're wrong. Speaking yeah. of stupid shit, moving forward, Alex. Um, no time to die, mate. It's it's got its final trailer. We almost have time to die. We almost were so close, man. We're so close. Now you can't you can't dingy me away. We've got to go and see this together. Oh yeah, we've got to. I would never. I would never. Unfor. Yeah, I I would never like. I wouldn't choose my girlfriend over you for James Bond, mate. <laughs> that's so sweet of you. But, that's the yeah, but that's like the only thing. That's like the only thing, though. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about avengers though actual avengers yeah what about the actual avengers if the actual avengers walked in if the actual avengers, if the actual avengers in, who am i calling first yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got the red button for me and you've got the blue button for like what, what would you who would you choose uh, the actual avengers are there and they're like if, if, <laughs> and they're like have you seen calm around anywhere and you're like oh well i mean if they're, they're asking like, for Thor's, you specifically no, 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 then, but they're not no. asking for me specifically they're, they've just walked in and they were like hey you should call a friend. Also, unrelated to this, is Calm around. We right, just we were chatting to chat to him, but you can call anyone. They don't know that you've got the option, so you right. could still call Ilham, right? And they could <laughs> still be like, "Hey, don't worry about it. Well, like, we know we're trying to look for Callum, but it was cool. Like, hey, this I'm sure she's really nice, and we'll look forward to meeting." I feel so like who this. Would you li- I, I feel <laughs> like this line of questioning gets who me in choose? trouble with at least one person. <laughs> so I'm gonna exercise my right not to answer. <laughs> right. Okay. But. If you don't answer in this instant, um, they all the Avengers, uh, you have to look after them. They all, they all, they all suddenly forget where they are, and you've got to take care of them for the rest of their lives. That's mental. It, Why would I do that? Of, because because if, it, because you didn't push a, push the button. Push just push one of the buttons. Who are you nah, calling? You calling me though, aren't you? It's cool. You calling me though, aren't you? It's cool. It's cool. You are. Yeah, just maybe. nod your right. Here we go. Watch. I've got you on screen. Nod your head vigorously. If it was me. There he is, got him. He's done it. That, you need to. You need. He's done it, ladies and gentlemen. He just nodded his head. Vic- oh, um, I don't know what to I say. I can neither confirm nor deny what my, head, what my head was doing. You're, gonna, you're in for this, mate. You're in for this, mate. Oh right. man, I'm gonna. I'm gonna send this sound file. You've had it. Look at you. 
Look at you. You don't even know where to go now. No, I don't. I don't. I'm a, I'm oh, a mate. creek. And all because you didn't nod your head. <laughs> but no, I'm looking forward to James Bond. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that we're talking about. Yeah. So, Do you um, what? It looks like a Bond movie. Ah, oh, man. It looks like um, it looks like Die Another Day. It looks like Die Another Day because we've seen the thing, the, the plane thing falling out of the plane. We, the plane thing falling out of the yeah, plane. You know what I mean? Aston. You know what I mean? But then it goes in under the sea, darling. It's wetter down where it's better. Take it from me. All right, and fair. then we also, oh man, he's that has got to be Doctor No. Safin has got to be Doctor No. Yeah, but regardless of if he's actually Doctor No or not, which I concede he probably he probably is. There there you, are, you there, are it. there are a lot of signs to it. What what's making me excited is not just the fact that it's Doctor No. Is that I'm seeing just a lot of just lovely ingredients. Yeah, which yeah. I've been missing from specifically the Daniel Craig movies about like you know classic Bond villains. In that it's either got to be world domination or world annihilation. Yep, yeah. Tick, we're getting that. Yeah, yep. There's got to be um, a kind of hollowed out volcano yep. or or equivalent. Yep. kind of kind of yep. base. Loving it. Tick. We've got to have hordes of henchmen where you're not quite sure how they've done that recruitment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we've got to have. Do you think they do interviews? Do you think? Oh no, exactly. Job. You've been invited for the final interview. Please just bring your CV. Please refer to Mr. Al- Goldfinger. Just please refer to Austin Powers. That, that, that's yeah. all I'll say. Now, and the and the last thing being facial and or bodily deformity. Yeah, yeah, loving it. And loving we're it. getting all of that, and I'm like, right, okay. We're getting a little bit of sort of cultural appropriation bond. as well, a little bit of that sort of stuff. Um, most recently, a lot of wokeness, like ingested wokeness, which is really good to see. Um, we're getting a lot of um, out, uh, product placement. We got to have that product placement in. Absolutely, um, we do. Are we seeing anything else? We're maybe, we're maybe. There's going to be some sly remarks. Do you know what? Do you know what got me on this final trailer? Daniel Craig seems to be acting. Can you tell me a time <laughs> when he's ever acted in these movies apart from Casino Royale? Well, he's I was not gonna, really acted in well, the I was going to say Casino Royale, but I would say, well, no, Skyfall. Come on. Maybe a little bit, but the, but there's there's a there's um there's a montage. I think he, I think he's going to actually portray a little bit of emotion in this, which is maybe yeah. a little bit different to what he usually does. No, it'd be good. I would I would really really like it if this one was outstandingly good. I don't yeah. think I don't think it can be as good as Casino Royale because I don't think anything can be as good as Casino Royale yeah. as far as Bond is concerned. No. But I would love it if this was the second best of the Daniel Craig Bonds and it made us clamor for more, but we're not getting it. Yeah. I love clamoring for things, Alex. That makes me we'll think always of me leave them crawling always... in my yeah. underwear, sweaty, trying to grasp at something. That's me clamoring at things. What, you mean like you are now? Like I am right now. Clamoring um, for your health. <laughs> two, uh, well, three other little trailers. One, I don't know if you've seen. Did you see the trailer from My Son? I did not. No. This is an interesting one. It's um, it's a, a Robert McAvoy James McAvoy, sorry. I was like, who's Robert McAvoy? James McAvoy. Um, but it seems to be a film where he's not been given the script and everything he's doing in the film is ad-libbed and everything around it is filmed in front of him and he's just going along. It looks is it that? bananas. Is it that's that? What because it's, I've that's heard what it's being marketed at. But I've heard he's a very good improviser. I think that's James what this McAvoy. is. 
What mate? Watch the trailer and okay, uh, this is what watch the trailer. My son, it's not like I sent all these to you, you know, to watch beforehand. Um, no, so we could I, chat I, and it wasn't like this. you said it wasn't like you sent it like an hour before we. Had to... Mate, I will. I'm not having this. I'm not having no? this. We're recording eight fourteen. We didn't record. That is that is exactly an hour and a half. You had to watch these trailers. You bloody I, you philistine. You, well, you don't even. I too. I was running Ilhem to the train station because she's going away for a week. So I was uh, out and about when you sent me that. Oh, very good. Okay, well, you could have watched on the way. You could have watched Squid Game trailer on the way back. Squid Game's another trailer. Uh, do you know I what? This I, week. Do you know what I did watch on the way back? Was the Squid ABBA Game. thing? So you know, don't at me. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. I haven't put that down here. Do we? Um, um, Squid Game's another. Looks a little bit like Alice in Wonderland, which was the the oh, okay. Korean Netflix. Oh man, I I love those sort of weird, um, almost like horror style TV series. What watch if you're if you're into kind of if you saw Alice in Wonderland, you you liked it last year on Netflix. I think you really like the trailer for Squid Game. Um. And then before we get to the Belfast, did you watch the Belfast trailer? No. Oh, mate, that's great. You you particularly will like it. Oh, cool. It's, it's a Kenneth Branagh movie about um, a family that are in 1969, just as the troubles are sort of starting, and about a family trying to escape Ooh. from Belfast. But it's quite, it seems a little bit up, upbeat film. It basically is telling the story of Kenneth Branagh's life because he was born in Belfast and moved to Reading when ah, he was about nine. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that. it's 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 a bio it's basically a biography movie made oh, by fantastic. him. I think yeah, no, I'll go, I'll I'll go watch that. I'm so, gonna watch so all. Watch. I'm just I'm gonna watch all of these. I just didn't do my due diligence and watch it before. Uh, well, you uh, did to watch the ABBA thing. You're gonna lead the way in the ABBA thing. Talk to me about the ABBA thing. I have so many feelings. It's nuts. Isn't ABBA's it? back, baby. It's nuts, though. <sighs> right. First of all, before we get on to the whole show spectacularness of it. Yep. Can we just acknowledge that this this week we got given two new ABBA songs? Yes. Two new ABBA songs. Did you ever think you'd see the day? Yep. I didn't. And I love it. But, and but, do you know why do you know why I love it? It's because it sounds like ABBA. It does, yeah. They didn't they didn't try and do ABBA for the twenty first century. They yeah. just wrote more ABBA songs and they just you've did got, ABBA, you've got to, but you've got to think they've I got some. Ab, you've got to think they've got some spare ABBA kicking around the attic. They're like, is there any more ABBA up here that we could just wheel out if we're losing a bit of cash someday when we're, you know, maybe <laughs> like in our late sixties? Yeah, but do you know what? They would never need it. They would. No. They would never need it because the royalties alone from. Well, ABBA. yeah, the royalties alone, but also Benny and Bjorn, um, the two guys in particular, are incredibly versatile producers and entertainers yeah like yeah. you know they then made they then wrote and produced the mamma mia stage sure, show sure, sure, the yeah. mamma mia movies the musical chess that was written by the, that was oh written, i didn't know that, that was written oh, by them uh, and they've also written songs for you know countless other things and they're songwriters for hire they don't need they they don't need the work and they no. don't need the abba no so for them to just bring abba back is it, it feels much more personal. Yeah, it does feel like a gift. It does feel I love like it, a gift. Mate. I love it. And it's fantastic. No, it's it's but, fantastic. Uh, but this show that yeah. the trailer for which you sent me of, I, I did a I did I had seen that video before, but I watched it again. Uh instead of watching one of the trailers that I hadn't seen. And it looks interesting. Sure. Incredibly interesting. But I don't know if it's a kind of interesting that's going to get me to engage. Yeah, it looked a bit it looked a bit mental, didn't it? Do you want to explain a little bit what it was? So basically, they're creating 
holograms, digital holograms of the real ABBA members performing a live show, but the digital holograms look like they were when they were young. Basically, what I think what they called them in the trailer was their prime. prime yeah, yeah, their prime. Prime ABBA. Their Amazon Prime. Yeah, their prime ABBA. And I, I would love to see the technology for this at work the fact that they're basically like these are digital holograms that are basically done with like a light show and things like that but it will it will look like abba on stage it's fucking mental it's mad and it's one of these things where like it's one of these things that prod me and goes you're living in the future mate like this yeah is yeah exactly yeah this is absolutely mental. But we see this a lot right we've seen this didn't they do this with michael jackson like you can go and see michael jackson now and it's like a full hologram well, they did do that. I forgot. I'd forgotten that. But yeah, was that done this. was it any good though? Fuck knows, mate. Who who like that was the point I had was like, who is this for? Like they're doing it yeah. in London, but like, who is this for? Who's gonna go? Oh, we're going to see um, Abba. But they've tried to in some way like bridge that gap between like you're not really seeing Abba by saying, well, it was them motion capture doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is what they're trying to sell us. Know, is the man. fact that you are going to see Abba, and I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to see Abba because they're not actually there and they're not yeah. performing to us. They're they did the performance like a year ago in but like in but like Hindus are going to go and see this and you're going to take your mother-in-law and you're going to get absolutely this is smashed the, right. you know so what this, I mean so this is the thing what i think this actually is is it's like the next generation of uh, a kind of band experience so before this what you did when you wanted to to go to a a quote unquote live abba show is you went to see mamma mia Sure. Is what you did because Mamma Mia, let's come on, it's not the best story in the world. You go to it because it's a jukebox of ABBA hits. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. a live concert played by a live band and stuff sure. like that. I think this is the evolution of that. Yeah. I don't think you're going to. I think the vocals and the actual performance of the singing and things like that will be produced to the extent that it will sound like you're listening to a recording i it, i i cannot imagine that's the thing about it yeah it's not i can't be imagine like it'll them. sound live yeah. it, they might have they might have live instrumentals yeah they might have a live band and that would be really really cool that would be a nice way to kind of bridge the gap but i don't think i would get the things but it's not going to be them singing now is it it's going to yeah. be them singing before and that's yes. the weird thing about it so it is still a recording yeah. but incredibly high tech recording but i think it might be worth going to see because they're building a stadium in london in, yeah in, Stra in stratford yeah which is nuts which makes me think that it's just hasn't stratford it, had enough though right <laughs> but it makes me think that it's going to be one of those experiences that will be around for a while that you can just go and there will be like two performances a day. Yeah. And you can just go and because they can just basically hit play on yeah. these performances and they can do as many as they want for as long as they want because it's their own stadium and it's yeah. never going to be used for anything else. Abba it, baby, 24-7, seven, exactly. seven days a week. Do you know what I mean? Just, and it, but it makes me think that maybe the tickets could be relatively affordable and you wouldn't feel like you were taking a gamble or anything. You you could go to that experience. Go, that's a really good point, I yeah. Kinda, I kind of I kind of want to see How much would you like. pay? How much would you pay to go to this? I'd pay 50 quid. You would pay 50 quid for that? You're out of your mind, mate. I wouldn't pay 50. I would barely pay 20. Yeah, but you're that you. Looks, yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. If you'd pay 50, you'd pay 60, wouldn't you? If it was like an experience no, with everyone. I, I actually, no. 
wouldn't. You wouldn't. If, if all your family were going, if the Avengers were there, and the Avengers are like, are you <laughs> going to come up. and see this with Shut us? up. Are you going to come? Right, we've got three minutes left before we've got a... We've got a <laughs> no, that was uh, it, man. I just three... winded you up about paying for, to go and see Ava. Oh, right, <laughs> so, okay, yeah. We've got three minutes left. Okay, Um, what do they have to do now, mate? Well, do you know what? What? I'm going to make you kick yourself. You've forgotten uh-huh. about a trailer. Oh, which trailer is this? I cannot believe that I'm the one bringing this to moving forward and you're Which not. Which fucking trailer is it? Which one is it? Rick and Morty. Oh, the the Christopher Lloyd one and yeah. um and the the we um the boy. I thought it was it was not just um are they, are they not they're not doing a real live edition. Ad, yeah, they are. Are they actually doing that? They're I doing, thought it was they're, just like a little They're doing a a a live a live action Rick and Morty episode starring Christopher Lloyd. I and didn't that know is, that. That is one of the most meta things I have ever seen in my because life. Because of course he was he was playing. I mean, Rick was created because of Doc Emmett Brown. That's yeah, awesome. They, they're basic. They're basically a, a piss take. I didn't um, know that this was of Marty and the Future yeah. duo. That, that's basically. I didn't what know Rick this Morty was serious. Is. I thought it was just a little thing for Hell a little yeah. joke. No, Man, that's and, awesome. And the other thing is, I I believe, and this is this is now treading into my speculation, right? I believe that it's going to take place in the Rick and Morty universe. Because oh, after, that's so cool! Yeah. Because because after all, Rick and Morty can go anywhere and do anything. So what if in Rick and Morty it starts animated, right? And then they just go through a portal and they end up in a dimension where. Of course, that's what's going to happen. Of course, that's what's going to happen. I love that, mate. I love it. Isn't that just the best thing you've ever heard? That's awesome. That's awesome. And again, I can't believe that I brought that and you didn't. <laughs> I think the way that he burps is a bit weird. Do you not think that? He kind of like burps with his tongue out, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's how an old man thinks young people burp. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. That's but no, I, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Alex, what do they have to do now? Right, now they've got to get themselves onto the Apple Podcast app. Find us on there. Give us a cheeky little five-star rating. Yeah. yeah. Do, Alex, what do, what do we say? What do we say on this show? What do we say? Well, it's got to yeah. be cheeky. No, no, no. We're, our no. new thing. What's our new catchphrase? I just said it to you before, but we have we did it off air. Well, don't, remember, don't don't come rating if you've come away. Hating? There he oh, is. Oh, right. Okay, there fine, fine. You, I'm going to need sweet. reminded of that. We finish each other's um sandwiches jobbies. oh jobbies sandwiches wouldn't that be nuts if you started a jobby and then i finished it that's horrific if you don't want to <laughs> if you no i've, I've not done only that Scot- bit yet only only scottish listeners uh, got that one as well oh okay fair enough of which there it, are the american hordes. listeners that's just american listeners it's a slang word for doing a job all right absolutely if you, yeah. i've Alex started a job and i absolutely finished it, it is. Go, and the, one, the last it. thing the last thing you should do is search it on urban dictionary yeah, because it'll, it'll just fine. it'll, it'll we've just, just told spoil you. it for you because we've told you what it is so you don't need to look yeah. it up now the job was br- uh, laying cables <laughs> you can also <laughs> jesus god <laughs> you can also leave us a review on there if you wish if you don't want to leave us a review you can tell us your favorite movie your favorite movie soundtrack we love to see read and hear we all do. of it uh, you can find us on lots of other platforms that you're we're not hidden no no you can find us very very easily and bright we're, we're readily available on yeah. lots of other platforms where you like to listen to your podcast including spotify platform four the acast app <laughs> the train at platform four Absolutely. is the 1814 scott rail service uh, to edinburgh waverley yeah calling at darlington <laughs> no where does it call at uh, peterborough Drem, oh, wait, I was thi- no, I was thinking, I was thinking from London. <laughs> I was thinking of London. Um, platform, Alex. What? 
like a train. What? <laughs> you said platform. That's why we're talking about trains. Oh, right. Okay. No. <laughs> Podcast platforms, you absolute loon. Choo yeah. choo, motherfucker. Right. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, if you want to get more <laughs> directly in contact with us on the show, we have an email address also that Cal might tell you if he's finished giggling. Motionspod at gmail.com. And you can send in anything. We've got some, we've, we, you know, we, we were thinking this. We've had quite a few, over the over the last year or so, we've had a, quite a lot of emails coming in for, like, questions. And I'm thinking, Alex, do we do do we start doing some question stuff? Because yeah. we're, we're, we're getting close to the end. When do, how do we fit that in? Do we do that? Do we do it before moving forward? Do we do it after moving forward? Uh, I guess I guess I guess we've got to. I guess we've got to. I guess we've got to think about that, one, don't we? I guess we've got to say. I guess we got to one more time. Yeah, probably. Um, probably. We're I'd, rather, I'd, rather, the... I'd rather think and pontificate about it more than actually do it. You know Ooh, I mean? get you pontificating yeah. all on your own. Do you pontificate in the room when no one watching? Do you like close the door and get? Filthy. Um, know, also, right? we're on the gram. We're posting some really nice photos and some really nice artwork there. And that leads me on to thanking the wonderful uh, graphic designer KTC Graphics Design, who is is uh, responsible for the lovely artwork that you're looking at right now on your phone. I know what you've done. Yeah. You've taken your phone out of your bag or your pocket, or whatever, and you've looked at the lovely artwork. Yeah. That was that was KTC Graphic Design. It's brilliant. It's smashing! Isn't it? It's smashing. She's got and lots of other uh, artwork on her website that you can purchase to it's down, it's linked. decorate it's easy. yeah to decorate any wall that you have need for it and or also, ceiling uh, as a thank you to our listeners she's offering a 20 percent discount code which is very very nice so just enter the code motionspod20 at checkout for your 20 percent off alex next week what are we doing mate <gasps> are we back Ooh. to the cinema what we're we seeing oh i don't know there's lots coming out in the cinema but i'm not uh. sure if we've got anything lined up isn't one of these days we'll know what we're doing. One of these days we'll we'll have it. We need a Shang Chi one. Oh, fuck. Right. Okay. I'm gonna go. Right. Um. Because I need to go and uh, lay a cable. Yeah. Me too. Actually. <laughs> me, me too. Actually. But... We're gonna finish each other's. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Well. Until then, thank you very much for listening. I will speak to you soon. Bye now. All right, guys. Ta ta.